Welcome to Learn Medical Spanish. Today I'm going to go over an HPI for a young patient with a fever, so a child with a fever. So quick reminder, I've got some really focused beginner lessons that I can email to you if you go to learnmedicalspanish.org lessons. These are five emails or focused lessons via email that are extremely high yield for providers. So basically the stuff I think would be the most useful to learn right off the bat. So again, that's at learnmedicalspanish.org slash lessons, and I'll put a link below on your podcast or your YouTube um, description. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the phrases. So the first phrase is kind of long, and this is what it is. Did you come here because your child has a fever? So think about that translation a little bit. Vino aquí porque su niño o niña tiene fiebre. Vino aquí porque su niño o niña tiene fiebre. So like I said, that's pretty long. The first part of it is in parentheses, as you can see if you're looking at the video or the text. Um, and so you could leave that out um, and still probably get the point across. And of course, you don't have to say niño o niña. You just pick one or the other. So su niño, if it's a boy, or su, or su niña, if it's a girl. So that would also shorten it a little bit. So it could be, for example, su niño tiene fiebre would be like the shortest version of that phrase. All right, uh, moving on. How many days? Cuantos días? Cuantos días? So, of course, that means like how many days since the fever started, but if you want to say how many hours or how many weeks or whatever in some other slightly different context, um, you could say um, cuantas horas, how many hours, cuantas semanas, how many weeks, etc. Um, another thing you could ask is since when? Desde cuando? Desde cuando? Is it all the time? As in, do they have a fever all the time? Es todo el tiempo? Es todo el tiempo? Does it come and go? Va y viene? Va y viene? Did you measure the fever with a thermometer? Midió la fiebre con un termómetro? Midió la fiebre con un termómetro. So the second half of that again is in parentheses, so you could just say midió la fiebre, meaning did they actually measure the fever? What was his or her temperature? 
¿Cuál era su temperatura? ¿Cuál era su temperatura? So in English we said his or her, but in Spanish it's the same pronoun either way. Su can mean his or her. So ¿cuál era su temperatura? Did he or she take medicine for the fever? Tomó medicina para la fiebre? Tomó medicina para la fiebre? So in this case, in English we said he or she, but in Spanish we just completely left out that pronoun because you often don't need to use the, the pronoun like he or she because it's, it's already clear from the verb conjugation that it's like he or she when we said tomo. All right, moving on. We're talking about which medications they might have taken. So the next one is ibuprofen. 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 Acetaminophen. 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 Did it help? Le ayudó. Le ayudó. Here's another question that I don't think is written here, but might be useful. You could say, what time did they take the medicine? A qué hora? At what hour? A qué hora tomó la medicina? So you might have noticed, I don't maybe you've heard some somebody say ibuprofeno. So actually, both of those are correct. Ibuprofen or ibuprofeno, the same thing with acetaminophen. Acetaminophen or acetaminofeno. I've heard both and I've seen both in the dictionary, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so they're actually, it just depends on where you are or who's talking. They might use those slightly different spellings of those words. Has anyone else at home had a fever? Otra persona en la casa ha tenido fiebre. Otra persona en la casa ha tenido fiebre. Mom, as in we're going to list some people that may have had the fever. Mom. Mamá. Mama, Dad, Papa, Papa, Siblings, Hermanos, Hermanos. Does he or she also have? Él o ella también tiene. 
él o ella también tiene. So, of course, you wouldn't have to say that in Spanish. You would just say, él también tiene. Or you could say, ella también tiene. Or you could just say, también tiene. Because the pronoun is implied, and they'll know who you're talking about from the context. So, it can be a little shorter when you actually say it in real life. So now we're going to list off some symptoms because we just asked, does he or she also have? And so these are some symptoms that could be relevant to the fever. So the first one is cough, tos, tos, sore throat, dolor en la garganta, Dolor en la garganta. Congestion or runny nose. Congestión o le escorre la nariz. Congestión o le escorre la nariz. So that doesn't sound like a literal translation, of course, but it's just a useful way to say runny nose. So we're changing the phrasing a little bit, but that's the idea. Um, of, uh, that's what we're getting at there. So, Vomiting. Vomitos. Vomitos. Diarrhea. Diarrea, diarrea, problems urinating, problemas con orinar, problemas con orinar, rash, Erupción. Erupción. And of course, there are other ways to say rash, but this is one that's kind of general, um, perhaps. So when I said uh, problems urinating or problemas con orinar, the reason it's phrased that way instead of like burning with urination is because we're talking about a child who usually can't really tell you if they have dysuria. Um, so it's more like the parent will notice that they're having trouble or they, they, they don't want to pee or something. Um, is That's the idea there, in case that wasn't clear. All right, so that actually ends that dialogue, but I've got, uh, remember, these five focused beginner lessons. So you can go to learnmedicalspanish.org to get these very high-yield lessons for providers. So learnmedicalspanish.org slash lessons. So some of the highest yield stuff you could find as a provider. And if you're on YouTube there, you'll see a list of other dialogues. If you're on the podcast, just scroll down and you can see all the other ones that are there. And there's a video about with some further details about my CME course as well. Thanks for listening or watching. I'll see you next time on Learn Medical Spanish.
The Learn Medical Spanish podcast is not medical advice and does not replace the need to see your own medical providers. It also is not a substitute for using a medical interpreter when needed. 